This is a Shug the Dog production. Before we had political correctness, we had shipbuilding and shipyard shenanigans. Episode 4, Spirit Guides and Celebrity-Sized Beds. Louis is sitting in the dockside breakdown hut as Smitty enters. Morning, Lou. Morning, Smith. Uh-huh. Is that a suitcase, I see? Is she flung you out again? I am indeed homeless. Again. Is she half her pills? She's half her head. If she was a dog, they'd put her down. So where are you staying? With that bird you met last... What, Double D? Nah. She wears me out. The wee man's no use to being up to such demands. You're no staying at Nancy's traveller's rest. I am indeed. Cheap and cheerful with the emphasis on cheap and it's just round the corner. Is it still bed and breakfast for six quid? With the company of the lovely Nancy. I used to laugh at others having to bunk up there. Is it true she name drops famous people who've stayed there? Oh aye. She informs you of many celebs who have stayed under her roof. Given the size of the wine's bed she's got me sleeping in, I'd guess I'm in the Jimmy Cranky suite. <laughs> they say she serves up a hearty breakfast. Aye, indeed she does. Still uses lard to cook with and serves it up burnt every morning with a side order of fag ash. I've heard she can be a comfort to lonely travelling men. I wouldn't know personally, although she's overfond of the gin and nobody dares to sit in that armchair of hers. Is that a house rule? Nah, it's no house rule. It's just that she ends up falling asleep there every night, pushing herself, and the cushion never actually dries. The sooner you make up with your missus and get back into your place, the better. I don't know. She's really starting to scare me. The mirror look at her, the mirror see Anthony Perkins dressed as his mother. Larry is sitting on the ground, surrounded by workers, about to perform his levitating act. Can we have silence, my eager friends, and witness before your eyes the impossible? Get on with it! With the help of his spirit guide... Larry will rise, levitating above the ground to a height of one foot before returning to reveal to you the winner of the 3.30 race at Cheltenham. Now, has everyone put money in the hat? Get on with it! Now, as you can see, Larry is blindfolded, I can't see. And just to confirm this, he won't see this poke in the eye coming. Ah! Sorry, Larry, mate. Just playing up for the crowd. You ready? Well, we'll need to make it quick. The tea break's almost over. Uh-huh. Ready? My friends, observe the eighth wonder of the world. The incredible levitating Larry. <laughs> I think the incredible Larry is about to land and come out of his trance. Have the voices spoken to you from beyond? Yes, they have. My spirit guide tells me to back Prince Nugget running on the 3.30. <laughs> Shake a leg, you two. Shake it, boss. I'm shaking it. Well, shake it quicker. I want yous in my office after this dullard gets cleaned up. In your office, El Pronto, Angus. Did you hear the reaction of the crowd, Larry? And look at the amount of coins in that hat. My spirit guide doesn't like Angus. Well, I can't fault the guide for that. Come on, let me help you up. We better go see what that big arsehole wants.
Smitty is ambushed at his locker by Feelybum. Uh, what's that you've got in there? Feelybum? I should have smelt you creeping up on me. And never mind what I have in my locker, you should be cleaning these toilets are a disgrace. Ah, toilets are fine. I haven't had any complaints. That's because everyone stopped using them. Ah, it makes my job easier. Is that Mayor's jar you've got there? What's in here's got nothing to do with you. Now move away from me, you smell worse than mozzarella cheese. Mayor's thumb isn't just yours, it belongs to everyone. Take it up with Minger if you've got a problem. Minger's no here. Have the blacksmith still got a fatwa out on you? Did he know you're back in the day shift? Uh, I know where your locker is. Go and stick your head down one of those pans and unblock it, you manky buzzard. Billy Brun and Larry arrive at maintenance foreman Angus's office. It's you two. Right, give me a couple of minutes to finish this report. I thought you'd have rubbed that face off the windy be new, Angus. It's been drawn in indelible ink. It's a pretty good likeness. It's a horse's head. I can see that. Right, you two. It's about these stupid carry-ons. You mean Incredible Larry's out-of-body astral levitation? If that's what you call this lunatic sitting on the ground being pelted with tea bags and peace wrappers. You mean ectoplasm? For some unexplained reason, the force that allows Larry to defy gravity also makes him a magnet for debris. Ectoplasm? Levitation? He's a fool and you're a con man making money off him. Well, it's stopping now. But Larry's performance only takes place during his break. It's on his own time. On company property. Not all his performances take place in the yard. True. His previous was attempting to walk on water over the park's boating pond. Attempting? You! Stupid heed! Did you not ask yourself how you got soaking wet up to your knees when you were supposed to be walking on water? And yeah. Splashes, obviously. Right, this nonsense stops now. I've received a letter from McKenna telling me your jackets are on shaky nails. Can I see the letter? What? No, you can't see the letter. <coughs> what the hell is going on? And where's that smell of shite coming from? It's not here. I was doing the boat fixing the lighting circuit when I found him collapsed in the coffer dams. I got him out and noticed he was covered in shite. Don't leave him on my desk. My paperwork is getting covered in shite. Stand him up. <coughs> I think he was overcome by the fumes. They're using the coffer dams as a toilet down there. So why bring him in here? Take him down to the medic. Medic won't be happy with you turning up with him covered in shite. They better take him down the fab shop and get him hosed down. When I want your advice, Brun, I'll ask for it. Sure, boss. I wanted you to see the state he's in. My overalls are covered, so I'm going to need a docket for a new pair. It's meant to be lucky to trod in it, but I don't know about rolling on it. Was it an elephant shite? What, an elephant on the boat? Maybe it was the elephant man. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Larry. Enough! My office now stinks and it's all over the paperwork. Get out of here. What about my docket for new overalls? I'll phone the store. <coughs> now, both of you, you, get out! You, lazy Larry, get some of these windows open in here. This letter from McKenna doesn't say anything about shaky nails. Listen to this, Larry. Angus, 
I believe the person entertaining the workforce at break times works within your department. I wonder if he'd be available to perform at my granddaughter's birthday. Signed, Ted McKenna, yard manager. <gasps> Here, give me that. Ah, it's got shit on it. You're a crafty one, Angus. What you're saying is you would prefer Larry gave no mere performances until after McKenna's granddaughter's party? That's not what I'm saying. I want this stupid nonsense stopped now. So, do we approach McKenna direct or go through your cell? Smitty is accosted in the street by Feely Bum. Ain't you thieving asshole? Wait there till I get across this road. Go on, I'll stay here inside your clatty bugger. That jar belongs to all of us. Just you wait there till these lights change. I told you, I don't have it anymore. You're fooling nobody with that fool head of hair. That jar contains a secret to hair growth for baldies all over the world. Wait, boil your head, you mad jakey. Boil my head, is it? I would boil it in that jar of magic hairy thumb water. If you gave it up... Better get a wig, because you're not getting that jar. You just wait there, Mr. Hairy Heat Man. This has been a Shug the Dug production. <laughs> the circumstances are real. Only the names have changed. Shipyard Shenanigans was devised by James T. Tiffany. It was written and directed by James T. Tiffany and produced by Shug the Dug Productions. It was recorded at HQ Studios Glasgow and was edited by Samson Hadoop Productions. All music was obtained from royalty-free sources. The role of Louis was played by Chris J.W. Healy. Smitty by John Hughes. Feeling Bum by Colin McGregor. Larry and Angus by William Samson. Voice by Neil MacDonald. Billy Brun by Gerard Rogan. The narrator was William Samson.